Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles Multitrack Meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time This week, we're going to begin with alternate versions of two early Beatles covers, Kansas City, Hey, 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 and A Taste of Honey. The Beatles had been playing Kansas City since their days in Hamburg and at the Cavern. The earliest known version of the song was recorded on September 5, 1962, when Granada TV producers returned to the Cavern to re-record audio for the Some Other Guy video they had taped on August 22nd. They left the tape running and captured Kansas City as well and pressed acetates for Brian Epstein. While the group would perform the song five times for their BBC radio shows, the song had been dropped from their live set list by 1963. The song was revived on September 17, 1964, when their first American tour arrived at the Municipal Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. It was received so well by the crowd that the group decided to record it on October 18, 1964, when a shortage of original material for their fourth album, led to the Beatles reviving a number of old songs. Although Take One was a remarkable version of the song, and would be the one released on Beatles for sale, the group actually tried the song a second time. Take Two was not released until the Beatles Anthology won in 1995, and this is the take we'll hear tonight. The second song, A Taste of Honey, was recorded during their mammoth session for the Please Please Me LP on February 11, 1963. It would be the first of many Beatles songs to feature double-track vocals, on this occasion only on the B section. Harmonically, the song would influence many Beatles songs to come. The progression that is so important is the minor, minor major seventh, minor seventh progression in the A sections. This device would be used by McCartney, Lennon, and Harrison in later compositions such as All My Loving, Michelle, and Your Bird Can Sing, Got to Get You Into My Life, Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite, Blackbird, Cry Baby Cry, I Me Mine, I Want You, and Something. This type of chord progression conveys a melancholy feeling while still keeping its edge intact. The use of two consecutive non-diatonic sevenths gives it a mysterious spy-like quality that would become another element of the Beatles' sound. For Kansas City, we're stripping it down to Harrison's lead guitar, McCartney's bass, a bit of drums, and the three-part backing vocals. Look out for a different guitar solo in the Beatles for Sale version. A Taste of Honey is all about the vocals, but this is the first attempt of McCartney's double-tracked vocal and is slightly different than the released version. Listen for a long-held note by McCartney after the first B section. Kansas City and A Taste of Honey.
honey, track two, take six. A taste of honey, tasting much sweeter than wine. Do 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 do. I dream of your first kiss, and then I feel upon my lips again. A taste of honey, a taste of honey, tasting much sweeter than wine. What will return? Yes, I will return. I'll come back for the honey. Was the kiss that awoke my heart? There lingers still, though we're far apart. That taste of honey, a taste of honey, tasting much sweeter than wine. Oh, I will. Yes, I will return. I'll come back. He'll come back for the honey, for the honey, and you. Kansas City and a taste of honey. Next up, two songs from a hard day's night. The Beatles' third LP would be the first to only feature original material, and the majority of the songs were Lennon's. Of the 13 tracks, 10 are Lennon's, and only three are McCartney's. We'll start with a Lennon composition that features George on lead vocals. I'm Happy Just to Dance With You is not only featured on the LP, but also in the film. Harmonically, the song is quite straightforward, but there is a striking chord, a B augmented, that appears on the word dance at the end of each A section. I've pushed this up in the mix the second time it appears, as well as during the outro, to showcase this unusual moment. For this mix, the majority of the song will focus on the vocals, bass, and drums, but there will be moments where the guitars take over, as well as some a cappella breaks. Look out for the African drum overdubbed by Ringo as well. The second song was not featured in the film, and is an underrated and often forgotten track. When I Get Home features a rollicking rhythm section and some quite creative backing vocals on the chorus. So for this mix, we'll be muting John's lead vocal so we can really hear the harmonies on the chorus, as well as the swing groove played by the group. Two tracks from A Hard Day's Night. Before this dance is through, I think I'll love you too. I'm so happy when you dance with me. I don't want to kiss or hold your hand. If it's phony, try and understand There is really nothing else I'd rather do Cause I'm happy just to dance with you I don't need to hold you, hold you tight I just want to dance with you all night In this world there's nothing I would rather do 
Cause I'm happy just to dance with you Just to dance with you Is everything I need Before this dance is through I think I'll love you too I'm so happy when you dance with me If somebody tries to take my place Let's pretend we just can't see his face In this world there's nothing I would rather do Cause I'm happy just to dance with you Just to dance with you oh, Is everything I need Before this dance is through I think I love you too I'm so happy when you dance with me If somebody tries to take my place Let's pretend we just can't see his face In this world there's nothing I would rather do I've discovered I'm in love with you oh, Cause I'm happy just to dance with you song kicked off the B-side of the Beatles for Sale LP in the UK, but in America it was more important. It was released as a single and was the seventh song to reach number one in a year, an all-time record. Eight Days a Week is also the first song which the Beatles took into the studio unfinished, working on the arrangement during the session, a practice which would later become common for the band. Several ideas were experimented with for the intro and outro of the song, including a simple acoustic guitar introduction, 
an ooing vocal that was used until the sixth take, and of course, the haunting guitar intro heard on the final mix. This version of the song incorporated another Beatles first and pop music rarity. The song begins with a fade-in, as opposed to the common fade-out ending. We'll follow this with a McCartney track featured in the Help film. The night before, recorded at the third session for the Help LP on February 17, 1965, was the Beatles' first song to utilize the Honer Pianet N. Played by Lennon, it is a sound that would show up on countless Beatles recordings, including You Like Me Too Much, Tell Me What You See, I Am the Walrus, and Revolution. For eight days a week, we'll start with Lennon's acoustic guitar, but once the vocals kick in, they're soloed, so you can hear the incredible blend of Lennon and McCartney's vocals, as well as Harrison on the hook. We'll then switch over to the rhythm section until the last A section where the vocals return, sans bass, giving some space for the vocals and guitars to shine. The Night Before is another true remix, with different instruments and vocals coming in and out to highlight specific parts. Eight days a week, and after the break, The Night Before. Yes, you know it's true Hope you need my love, babe Just like I need you Hold me, love me Hold me, love me Ain't got nothing but love, babe Eight days a week Love you every day, girl Always on my mind One thing I can say, girl Love you all the time Hold me, love me Hold me, love me Ain't got nothing but love, girl Eight days a week Eight days a week I love you Eight days a week is not enough to show I care.
tonight I will remember you by When I think of things we did It makes me wanna cry Were you telling lies The night before Was I so I'm Anthony Robustelli, and we're back with some of the funkiest Beatles tracks they ever recorded. Rubber Soul was a soulful record, and the Beatles were well aware of this. With tongue planted firmly in cheek, they named the LP after a variation of the term Plastic Soul, which was sometimes used to describe the Rolling Stones sound, and was heard in McCartney's introduction to I'm Down, recorded at EMI on June 14, 1965. The UK version hits hard from the start with Drive My Car, but the U.S. version substitutes the song with I've Just Seen a Face, giving the LP a more folk rock feel. This is made even more apparent by the addition of It's Only Love to start off the second side of the album. Drive My Car may have been written before the session, but this is a perfect example of an important Harrison contribution to a Lennon and McCartney composition. The baseline for Drive My Car was suggested by Harrison, inspired by Otis Redding's respect. For the most part, the guitar and bass play this unison line, but McCartney definitely takes some liberties and adds his own flavor at many spots. McCartney also tackles the tasty slide guitar solo, a first on a Beatles LP. The tracking session for Drive My Car on October 13th was a milestone in the group's career, being the first session that went past midnight. While this would soon become the norm, this was new ground they were treading. For Drive My Car, we'll focus on the drums, the unison bass and guitar, and a bit of piano for the first half of the song. After McCartney's slinky slide guitar solo, we'll solo the vocals, cowbell and piano, so you can hear the growl of McCartney's vocal, along with Lennon's fabulous lower harmony, as well as the fantastic harmonies on the chorus and outro. Listen for a couple of slide guitar riffs on the last verse that didn't make it into the final mix. We'll follow this with Lennon's first love anthem, The Word, recorded a year and a half before 1967's Summer of Love. McCartney's bass line is an important part of the groove, and he plays some very exciting fills during the chorus. But we're going to start this mix with McCartney's piano, Starr's drums, Lennon's rhythm guitar, and John and Paul's single-track chorus. After the second chorus, we'll shift to the bass, Harrison's lead guitar, Maracas, and Lennon's lead vocal. Look out for the high harmony vocals on the last chorus, and George Martin's hip harmonium solo. Two tracks from Rubber Soul. One, two, three, four.
car Yes, I'm gonna be a star Baby, you can drive my car And maybe I love you I told that girl I could start right away When she said, listen, babe, I got something to say I got no car and it's breaking my heart But I found a driver and that's a start Baby, you can drive my car Yes, I'm gonna be a star Baby, you can drive my car And baby, I love you Beep, 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 yeah Beep, 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 yeah Drive My Car and The Word. We'll continue with another pair of funky tracks from the Revolver LP. Paul McCartney's Got to Get You Into My Life and George Harrison's Taxman. Got to Get You Into My Life was initially attempted on their second day of recording for the Revolver LP, 
April 7th, 1966. This take was more acoustic sounding and laid back, and didn't have the Tamla Motown feel of the released version. When they returned the next day, they captured the perfect rhythm track, which would feature various vocal, guitar, and brass overdubs. Harrison's Taxman was such a strong track that it would be the lead song on the Revolver LP, the only time a Harrison song would start an album. We're going to begin with the horns for Got to Get You Into My Life, but for the second verse we're going to strip it down to the rhythm section so you can hear the faint fuzz guitar part that originally played the horn lines. It's most noticeable at the end of the chorus when the drums and bass break. Vocals, horns, and bass will take over after that, but the horns will drop out on the outro to shift our focus to the rhythm section once again. We're going to give McCartney and Starr a chance to shine on Taxman, and we'll keep the guitar out until the second verse. After that, we'll be bringing vocals, lead guitar, and percussion in and out to give you a chance to experience the different elements that make up this phenomenal song from Revolver. Got to get you into my life and Taxman.
Anthony Robustelli, and we're back with the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. We're going to continue with another grooving Harrison song from 1968's The Beatles LP, a.k.a. The White Album. Savoy Truffle was written for Harrison's good friend Eric Clapton as an inside joke about his fondness for chocolates. Harrison used a box of Macintosh's Good News chocolates as a reference, and supposedly all of the confectionery names used in the song are authentic except for cherry cream and coconut fudge. The song features heavily compressed drums and horns, a sound similar to Good Morning, Good Morning on the Sgt. Pepper LP. But on this song, Lennon doesn't participate. Since Revolver, Lennon's contributions to songs that weren't his began to diminish, and on the White Album, he doesn't play on any of Harrison's songs. Once again, there are so many interesting bits that will be fading instruments in and out remix style. Starr's drums and McCartney's driving bass definitely push the song forward but the six distorted saxophones, two tenors, and four baritones arranged by engineer Chris Thomas really make the song special. Add Harrison's distorted Fender Telecaster and the return of the Honer Pianette along with Hammond Organ, also played by Thomas, and you have one of the funkiest tracks from the White Album, Savoy Truffle.
Two McCartney songs from the White Album. The first, Martha My Dear, got its title from McCartney's English Sheepdog, but it is not an ode to a dog. It is in essence a McCartney solo recording, with him most probably covering the drums, bass, piano, guitar, and vocals on his own. George Martin prepared a score for string octet comprised of four violins, two violas, and two cellos, along with three trumpets, a flugelhorn, a French horn, a trombone, and a tuba which was recorded the same day as the basic tracks. The second McCartney song shows his love of the jazz music that his father played in the Jim Mack Jazz Band and could be considered the companion piece to When I'm 64. Unlike Martha My Dear, Honey Pie features all four Beatles, with Harrison playing six-string bass, while Lennon tackles the very jazzy guitar solo. Once again, George Martin prepared a stylistically accurate score for five saxophones and two clarinets, and McCartney played piano. We'll begin Martha My Dear with the lovely piano part adding strings on the first A section before shifting focus to the horns for the following section. The one-man band will come in full steam, minus the piano, and then we'll solo the horns for the instrumental break. After that, various elements will drop in and out, so be prepared. Honey Pie will focus on the piano and rhythm guitar until the woodwinds enter. After that, we'll drop out the piano and bring the bass and vocals in for the middle section. For the second middle section, the woodwinds drop out and the piano returns before wrapping it all up with all instruments in and vocals out. Martha, my dear, and honey pie. Thank you. 
compositions from the White Album. Lennon and McCartney always tried to give Ringo a song to sing on each album, and besides A Hard Day's Night, Magical Mystery Tour, and Let It Be, Starr always had his moment. On Rubber Soul, he got a co-writing credit for What Goes On, and he had penned Don't Pass Me By for the White Album, a song that he had been writing since 1964. Surprisingly, that song would debut at number one in Denmark in April 1969 and would stay in the top ten for a month. During the Get Back sessions, Ringo introduced Octopus's Garden, and after some on-camera help from George Harrison, the song was completed in time for its inclusion on Abbey Road. For this mix, we're going to leave the drums out until right before the solo, where the bass will also re-enter after its dropout after the intro. The lead and backing vocals will be the focus of this mix, along with the lead and rhythm guitars and a bit of piano. Ringo stars Octopus's Garden. One, two, three, four. I'd like to be under the sea In an octopus's garden in the shade He'd let us in, knows where we've been in his octopus's garden in the shade I'd ask my friends to come and see storm in our little hideaway beneath the waves resting our head on the seabed in an octopus's garden near a cave In the shade 
shout and swim about the coral that lies beneath the waves. Oh, what joy for every girl and boy, knowing they're happy and they're safe. to do I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden with you I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and you've been listening to the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. We're going to close the show with what is arguably the first power ballad, McCartney's Hey Jude. The song is one of his most popular compositions and has always been an important part of his live shows since he resumed touring in the late 80s. Although the song was recorded during the White Album sessions, it was always destined to be a single rather than an album track. When the group entered EMI Studio 2 on July 29th, it was more of a rehearsal than a recording session, although they did capture six takes. The next day, they were filmed working on a song for a documentary entitled Music. At this point, the rhythm section was just drums, piano, and acoustic guitar, so George Harrison was filmed in the control room with producer George Martin and engineer Ken Scott. The next day, they reconvened at Trident Studios to record the song on their 8-track machine, and it was at this session that McCartney vetoed Harrison's idea of answering the vocal melody with a guitar line. This sore point would come up again during the Get Back sessions and can be seen in the Let It Be film. On August 1st, 10 violins, 3 violas, 3 cellos, 2 flutes, 1 contrabassoon, 1 bassoon, 2 clarinets, 1 contrabass clarinet, 4 trumpets, 4 trombones, 2 horns, 1 percussionist, and two string basses were brought into Trident Studios to overdub the grand finale of the song. The Beatles once again disregarded the rules and released a single that was 7 minutes 11 seconds long, the longest single to reach number one. This is yet another true remix that begins with the piano and acoustic guitar with the drums coming in for the bridge. Halfway through, we'll go a cappella for the fab vocal harmonies before bringing the drums back in. We'll be dropping instruments and vocals in and out after that, so stay sharp. Hey! A fool who plays it cool by 
Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Robustelli, and that was the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'm here every Sunday, 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern, playing stripped-down mixes of your favorite Beatles songs. Check out the website, thebeatlesiwanttotellyou.com, and pick up a copy of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963. See you next week.